0: Take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad.
1: The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about.
0: Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wince and Chad Bischoff.
1: Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. I always start the show. You start the show. I started the last few. What do you mean? You always start. You don't always start the show.
0: I start the show sometimes too. I've come I'm- to you this season and done it multiple times. Adam, I want to. S- you cut me out from starting the show sometimes. That's more what it is. I come in, I tell you something that means something to me, and then in our magic of editing, it's like it's cut on the floor and
1: it's you opening. So you. Dude, you you're the one who pushes the buttons on the actual editing. I just give you suggestions. I mean, oh so. no, you give me demands is what you do.
0: <laughs> now, Chris Rock, bring the pain. Nineties. Uh, this was ninety six. I was shocked yep. by this. I think it's because we've been living so much in like the late eighties, early nineties that I was like, and I was watching a really grainy version of of on YouTube and I was like, well, this has to be old. And I'm like, oh, it's 96. But I was shocked because he had already been in C before. He had already been on SNL. He had already, I couldn't believe that this, that this is what actually launched him and made him, made Chris Rock a star. This launched
1: him. This is so iconic. The quality of the material in Bring the Pain, is so outrageously deep and rich and and i I've, I've said it before i'll say it again the lineage is richard pryor in the 70s passes the torch teddy to murphy in the 80s passes the torch to chris rock in the 90s passes the torch to dave Chappelle. In the 2000s
0: absolutely you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't have said that better partner no what I was <laughs> when you were saying that the only thing that popped into my head was how like Chris Rock like had the torch and then almost became like oh another person who almost made it mm. like that's that's SNL cb before as his others his other half-hour special like He almost went the, ah, can I have that torch back? (laughs) Like, he didn't Mm -hmm. quite get there, you know? He almost became of the land of the lost. Bring the Pain comes out, bam! Changes his entire trajectory overnight. We don't have Chris Rock today the way we have Chris Rock without this 58-minute special that originally aired on HBO.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he went to, uh, I mean, he hosted the Oscars, you know, he was, he was, he, 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 he became a megastar. He did. It all started with this because just the quality of the writing, the timelessness of the material. So, I mean, it's very much a, cause comedy is a product of its time. So all the references like OJ are very <laughs> mid nineties, but there's not nearly as many things in this set that makes you go like that that makes you really cringe the way some of Eddie Murphy's stuff did that was like so like you cannot say Uh, that anymore but I'm seeing from your face that you might disagree uh, a little bit
0: I, I, I slightly do no it's more of an observation and this is just an observation this is a no way fact but I'd like to discuss this please The problems that you had with Eddie Murphy was specific, was more so the fact that he was uh, um, tearing down other races, other people, things like that, right? Mm -hmm. Chris Rock has a piece of Bring the Pain that he has never done since this special because he chose to not perpetuate um, hate speech. And that kind of stuff, and so what's interesting is one could call that just as cringeworthy, but I think for you, I guess I don't want to put this in your mouth, but I think I think you become more offended when the the person that that's being spoken about can't defend themselves. You're like, hey, wait a minute, I'm not here to defend what you're saying. Whereas sure. Chris Rock made it a uh, made it a choice to go. I'm going to stop this right here and just put an end to it. So there is cringeworthy stuff in here, you know? So I, I find it interesting that it's like, you know, in your mind,
1: not to the level of Eddie Murphy. Well, well, let me, let me just take a guess here. And we're very sensitive about certain words on the show. Is the part that you're talking about that he no longer does the The black 12 minute bit (laughs) versus the other type of black people. Yeah, correct. he, I can see why he doesn't do that anymore, but to to me, you're right. It doesn't. It's not nearly as offensive because of of the nature of the bit. It, it, you know, it's but it it's he got his mileage out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is that is the 12 minutes that makes this whole. I mean, the whole thing is great, but without that bit, we're not talking about it 26 years later that is the breakthrough bit, and it, and it reminds me of the the uh, to go into post two thousand. There's a great bit in in The Office season one. I think it's episode two, Diversity Day, where Michael Scott got in trouble for saying that bit, doing that bit in <laughs> Did The Office. Really? I totally yes. forgot him. Now it's I have a... to go back and watch The Office. And, and so they had uh, Kevin, slow, dull Kevin, was redoing. <laughs> doing the bit uh, because Michael couldn't do it and he goes so there's one type of black people and there's another type of black people and then he just starts they cut away I'm and, trying and not to I, I, I'm trying not to laugh even <laughs> because even the office is offensive in so yes. many ways <laughs> but Michael oh it's so funny about the office just went off the air less than 10 years ago the sh- that they did then you couldn't even do now no you wouldn't do it now you wouldn't do it now. you can't (laughs) but but the 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 best part is when michael scott gets up and interrupts him he's having diversity training corporate had to send a diversity person out to train michael scott on how to not be offensive in the office for using bad words and and doing racial humor like this and, and Michael cuts Kevin off. He's like, you're doing it wrong. You're butchering the delivery. Yeah. And then know. he gets up to try to do it the right way. And I do remember this. And then <laughs> the diversity to No, 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 no. You can't do that. <laughs> and then you come back on him and is like, oh, I, 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 I'll just do my bit on it. It's like, I take care of my kids. You're supposed to take care of your kids. Uh-oh. I ain't never been to jail. What, you want a cookie? Oh my god! You just want some credit for some pit some shit
0: you're just supposed to do. Oh my god! I'm so mad. I I'm I i, I can not believe you started with that. Like that's that's like halfway through. That is, I mean, that is spit out loud funny, and and that was in the part when he's like that that people taking credit for things yeah. that they're just supposed to do, like. I take care of my kids. <laughs> well, no
1: kidding. You're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, I what never a funny a
1: line, you low expectation having mother. <laughs> 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 It's great. This is the bit. This, not just this hour of stand-up, but that 12 minutes is why Chris Rock is a thing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't the first 10. I mean, there were people that were even like on the fence the first 10. You can yeah. feel it in the crowd. There's like yeah. a 50-50 boo-to-clap ratio in like the <laughs> first 10 minutes. Like it was, it was sketchy. And what's crazy is he had spent two years developing that special in the clubs. So for Mm -hmm. two years, he traveled perfecting that one hour and even still took a risk and got booed by a few people in the first 10 minutes. If it's not going to work, you knew it wasn't going to work a year ago, two years ago, two weeks ago, you would know something might generate a contrast in the audience. So good on him for going for it because that again becomes what especially comedy. But again, any good art pushing it. If you're not kind of putting some things on the fence, you're not breaking through. Yep. But I think with the with with Chris Rock what was particularly interesting is he took jabs at at different types of people a little bit, but for the most part, he focused on it on his on his own. You know, like Eddie Murphy was like, "We're just going to like we're going to just make fun of everybody." Yes. And Chris Rock kind of did the opposite. He kind of came in and honed his thing in in a way to almost, in a weird way, get people to kind of think about their own life by the contrast of what's being said.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And that's the thing that makes Chris Rock so interesting to me. I mean, that and, of course, his ability to just bring a sentence to a sharp stop like he has the ability to just drop a word <laughs> and just stop in a way that makes you laugh in in general but but those two things I think that's what made this interesting is it was like he was tackling from within rather than pointing fingers
1: smart point very and that's why that's why it doesn't offend me as much you 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 you, you put it into words that it's it is from within. It's making fun of himself. It's making fun of men for being dogs yeah. rather than and women being gold diggers. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like it's, 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 all on his own. He, he didn't spare anybody, including himself. Well, I think more importantly, it was the timing of where this
0: was in 96. You know, um, we'd seen what was going on between gangs we'd seen you know all of the gangster rap all of the stuff coming out of the projects all of the stuff that was going on Rodney King all the then you got and then you got OJ who literally flees you know what I mean and all that kind of stuff there's all this stuff going on in the universe right yes and he kind of just I think I don't want to put words in his mouth because I don't I don't know Chris personally but if you take I think he took a step back and went all right again, that self-reflective in outward thing. Mm-hmm. Think about all of the stuff that everybody was rapping about, all of the things that people were talking about, the way things were portrayed in Boys in the Hood. I mean, all of the stuff, and you just kind of look at what is happening in pop culture amongst his own people and, and really just in society in general. And it's like, I'm going to come out and kind of say it how it is and then flip it. <laughs> you know and just have fun with it and kind of like make you laugh while making you kind of be like well wait a minute well i'm not ignorant <laughs>
1: you know, like <laughs> you're on fire tonight chad hi it's
0: me jeremy parish co-host of the retronauts podcast the only video game history podcast that's been around so long it's also a part of video game history Every week, one of the motley rabble who hosts this show leads a deep dive into the past, whether it's to break down a classic franchise, learn more about a timeless game from its creator, or just wallow in nostalgia. Relive history with Retronauts, here on the HyperX Podcast Network. It's time to tap in with the HyperX quadcast S microphone. The stunning HyperX QuadCast S features dynamic, customizable RGB lighting, a convenient tap-to-mute sensor, and four selectable polar patterns, so we can broadcast crystal-clear audio, whether you're gaming, streaming, podcasting, or impressing your remote colleagues and classmates. So what are you waiting for? Join the quad squad and tap in today with the HyperX QuadCast S microphone.
1: Previously on Chat of the Wild kid all the bugs for Agatha? No, yeah. I meant to. And I even had a bug that I
0: like could have given back to her and I forgot.
1: That bug is gone well, Don't forever. go in there if, if you do and then not give it to her. Yeah, I know. She can smell it on you.
0: She knows. I know you have bugs. I know you're holding out on me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can smell it. Did anyone get um, all the pose? No. No, God, no. Chat of the Wild. I Breaking down Zelda and Zelda-like games, one dungeon at a time. Wednesdays on the HyperX Podcast Network. I mean, it is it's also the time of 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 life that it came out for us, like it was just one of those things in our mid to late teens where it was just like st- made such an impression and 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 it, it was just like, you know, cuz Chris Rock was always just kind of a bit character totally. in, on SNL. He he wasn't uh, he, he got fired he was way outshined he got fired by from some of the up. other guys. Yeah. And, and and really before seeing Chris Rock, I'd only kind of seen this kind of comedy in small doses on, on Deaf Comedy Jam. Sure. On HBO as well. And 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 just little pieces like this. And then to see him do a full hour and just kill it. Yeah. Absolutely own that audience. You could tell it was perfected over years of doing it and doing totally. it. I it was I'm so glad I went back and
0: rewatched it. Because I It it gave me a chance I forgot how many things came from this one Literally 58 minute piece Mm -hmm. Like you know time goes on And you're like oh he said this at one point He did this at one point That was all in that hour It was all right there And there were so many funny moments that were incredible I mean the part when he comes out He's like you chunky alcoholic But I don't eat He's a chunky alcoholic But I don't eat pork cuz it's I bad don't eat work. I don't eat pork. <laughs> and there's like red meat will kill <laughs> you.
1: <know? laughs> like, but I but uh, cuz the hypocrisy on that. But is I believe this is also the one where it's like I refuse to believe that on my day of judgment my diet's going to come into question. Oh, that's absolutely in this one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, at so the like, end like, of the, it's literally at the end of this section. I killed a bunch Hey God, I killed a bunch of people. But I ate right. But I ate right. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, when we're doing the voice, we're not making fun of anybody. This is what Chris Rock sounds like. Yeah. Okay, I just want to be
0: yeah, clear. Yeah, when you do the voice, when you do the
1: voice, I'm just <laughs> doing me. You just did it too. Didn't I'm you? just doing me, man. Like I'm like, uh, do- the be- the be- other than the the black people bit. The best part of this is the salad toss, man. Like 100%. That's, that's all And we're not going to be able to get into the details of it, but it's just like okay. Can I just say
0: my note? Yeah, please. My note was this, because anybody who's seen this bit, and I'm just going to say the words. I started with OMG, which everybody knows today stands for Oh My God. And my note is simply, this is where Toss Yo Salad came from. (laughs) And I don't mean the bit. I also mean, this is legitimately where it came. I forgot (laughs) Chris Rock was the one that said, with jelly or syrup. I prefer syrup. I forgot that this is actually where it came from. This is the episode that makes me very happy that my mother is not a Patreon member yet. Now, I did arguably tell my mom and dad to watch Boogie Nights. That's no secret. However... This I think takes the cake for an episode. I think this this is where I go.
1: I'm glad my mom is not on Patreon. I love the reference to um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> yeah, he's like brothers are singing welfare carols. It's the first of the month. We wish you a merry welfare. We wish you a merry welfare and a happy food stamp. Yeah, again self
0: referential, a look yeah. within about what's happening in society, pop culture, music and entertainment. He's made his career on that. Even yeah. CB4 had a level of that. You know, he chooses content or content chooses him depending on how you look at it. Um I think that's based in that because a lot of his comedy and a lot of the movies or the things that he's done
1: are very much a statement on pop culture and what's happening and I and I really like I really appreciate that about the stand-up is that he it is it's uplifting uh, to a large extent I mean it's very it's very um positive instead of glorifying um, negative aspects of society and holding it up on a pedestal and being like yeah this is awesome this is, should be championed in the way people he champions um, the working man. Uh, specifically in his bit, the the working uh, black man and woman, mm-hmm. the the mother who works three jobs, you know the the, the hardworking, you know janitors and and just salts of the earth type people, he puts on a pedestal and says these are the people that deserve praise and and screw all those other kinds. I I think it's I think it's a great message. Well, especially when you look at how many
0: horrible messages have come down through from other 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 artists over time. I mean, there's so much negativity in the world. So it's it's amazing to find a piece of material that does what you just said, where it's like it's still having fun. There's still the jokes, but it's not it's not about suppression. In fact, mm-hmm. in a reverse way, it's about lifting up a little bit. It, it is. It, because it, if it you can part. laugh at yourself, yeah. that then is going to be more likely to make you think rather than to perpetuate an angry thought and then you need to go take action. It's easier to laugh and make you kind of go like, oh yeah, wait a minute. I have done that. Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> it's easier to do that through comedy. But that's not suppression comedy. That's not abuse comedy. That's just funny. And again, I I hate to repeat the word, but
1: self-referential comedy. He he pokes fun at himself, at at his culture, at at culture in large, at at popular um, or at at current events. uh, Names, I mean, he goes back to Ike Turner and Billy Dee Williams. He he, he talks about O.J., whichever. I mean, if you didn't grow up in 95, 96, all any comedian ever talked about was OJ. OJ, OJ, OJ every late night monologue, every SNL sketch, and all it just everything was OJ. And and he had one of the best bits on OJ. Him and maybe Dana Carvey had one around this time. The, the, the it, it's, it's 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 amazing to me also that he can do an hour of comedy and he has no characters. Unlike, I said, Dana Carvey and Eddie Murphy are hilarious impressionists. I mean, their voices and their range of different voices in their head. Yeah. And they do on stage is amazing. Chris Rock only really has one gear.
0: Yeah. It's one, not one note, but yeah, one gear. That's a good way to say it. But he expertly delivers in that gear. And I mean, the energy is high. Everything is to a perfect... Again, I like the way he stops. It's like the way he, the way he enunciates certain words and he can, he can then call back one word and it's immediately funny. And it's just... It's, he does that so much better than the rest. Well, everybody needs full... Not everybody, but a lot of other comedians need the full circle swing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He'll swing so that way all you have to do is give him a one-word ball and he'll knock it out of the park. Mm-hmm. Unlike mm-hmm. needing to do the full
1: swing. He, he came back to salad toss a few times. That's for sure. <laughs> he definitely came back to... And that's, that's a great runner. <laughs> I absolutely love the platonic friends bit. You know him. You know the man that your girl's going to be with if you screw up. If you cheat on her, you know him. He's been in your house. He's eaten your food. He's looked you right in the eye. And <laughs> she's going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe all And just... <laughs> you... <laughs>
0: And, and, no. and now this makes me very, very glad that my wife doesn't listen to this show. <laughs>